Welcome, everybody. This is Jeff on the Conservative Voice, and I've got uh, two special guests lined up. It's, it's evening here in Southwest Florida, but whatever, you know, good morning or good afternoon or good evening, wherever you happen to be at. Um, I've got uh, two of my, my fellow Rizzlers actually on here, which is a, a rare opportunity to have, and there are two special guests. Um, I've got Cutter, um, who is the uh, host of... Um, Sorry. Cutter, stop typing. Um, who is the host of... What is it? How, how do you, how do you um, pronounce your, uh, your YouTube again? So, oh, the Daily Delegate. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Cutter is the host of the YouTube channel, and he's also a Rizzler. Um, and I believe that... Uh, Jassim is basically just a, a Rizzler, and uh, he's a special guest to the program. And I'll just go to, and refer to you, um, you know, uh, Jassim. Uh, why don't you tell everybody about a little bit about yourself? So I am a current junior at the University of California, Santa Barbara. I am studying economics and accounting. And what I like to do in my free time is catch up on the markets. All right. All right, Cutter, how about you, brother? So I actually work for my family's medical testing facility. Um, I enjoy it. keeps me very busy. I did not go to college, but that's why we have people like Jason to teach us. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of the right. learned. <laughs> so um, let me ask you, brother. What did you think about the debate? I mean, I know you. I know that you like live streamed it and everything like that. So obviously, you really sat and watched the whole thing out. I only watched like probably half of it today because I, it was kind of boring to me to be honest with you. But uh, like uh, you're right, it was a better debate than the the Biden Trump debate. Uh, what was your overall take on the debate? Like, I mean, what, what were you? How did you feel about the debate? And what did you think about Pence? And what did you think of Kamala Personally, Harris? I think they both did better than the presidents did, or the president and the. Vice President Biden, it's so weird with all the titles, but uh, Donald Trump and Joe Biden did in theirs because they did a lot of bickering while uh, Kamala Harris and Mike Pence got down to like some of their policies and they actually let each other speak, at least most of the time. And so it, it came across a lot better than I was actually even expecting. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, I really liked it when Pence showed respect to her a couple times and was like, you know, celebrated her career and everything and whatnot and like you know gave her respect and everything you know as far as like being a public servant right. and whatnot and everything um what did you think about pence's performance um, cutter he he's very different because he himself is a little bit of a introvert and so i mean he admitted that when he was young he watched the news instead of you know going out and playing and things like that and so he's very calm and collected. Of course, he does, you know, kind of like Trump. He takes some shots here and there, but he's a lot more reserved. Mm. He definitely is. You know, uh, right over to you, um, Jassim. What did you think about the debate and, and how did you feel? Did, was there anything about um, was there anything about Kamala Harris that changed you changed your your thoughts on her so or anything like that? the debate, um, I also liked it much better than the previous debates. Regarding Kamala Harris, 
I find that, I don't know, like just the way how she is, I feel like she kind of sees herself being more of like being the president than the VP. Like, I didn't really quite understand the Joe Biden standstill on many things, but um, I don't know, just a part of me says she probably sees herself being the president, not the VP. Well, I think a lot of people are are kind of, you know, uh, voicing s- sentiments just like that every day. And of course, it doesn't help. It doesn't hurt when you've got this whole thing coming out with Nancy Pelosi and the 25th mm-hmm. Amendment or whatever, you know. Um, I'm sure yeah, you guys yeah. have heard about that by now, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, what What about, uh, like, as far as, you know, what as far as, far as like... Um, the whole tax cut issue, she definitely screwed up like uh, when it came up to um, her talking about no, like no, there there would be no higher taxes on um, on certain, you know, wage earners or whatever. But then like Pence came out and said right there that like Biden had already said that that he's going to get rid of the Trump tax cuts. So obviously right there, she was lying. Um, But either way, they're talking about like four billion dollars uh, uh, worth of um, I don't I think it's even more than that of of tax cuts or excuse me of like new taxes and the the economy stinks right now to begin with. Does it really make any sense to raise taxes on anybody right now? And you guys can jump on no. either one of you. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I agree with that. Where no. people are already kind of financially hurting, and so to basically. Put the taxes back that have already been cut to help people a little bit is kind of the opposite of what we should be doing. Well, that's the thing, though. They just want to spend the money, though. That's the thing you have to take into consideration. They don't want to take that money and, like, use it to pay back debt or anything like that or, like, try to, like, put a debt in the um, in the freaking um, – uh, geez, my, I swear my brain's not working tonight – in the deficit um, – they want to spend that money. That's what that's. They want right. to repurpose that money the, the minute they get it. I mean, so you're saying that you think honestly, um, you think that uh, Jassim, that that like that will that won't affect the um, the like the, the upturn in the economy oh, or anything like that. Raised, if taxes I are raised. See a lot more people pulling their investment out of the United States. Yeah. Okay. So th- that's that's a really good point. Okay. So, um, what did you guys think about now when it boils down to it, do you guys feel like, um, obviously, you know, you guys must know by now, but that Trump says he doesn't want to do that next debate. Um, what, what do you, Carter, I, what do you think about I think that? It's that he's trying not to give any kind of leverage to Joe Biden because he first wanted, I mean, I don't think that the drug testing should have been a, a thing that he asked for because that's just kind of nonsensical. We know that Joe Biden isn't taking drugs. But um, whenever he asked about, like, the electronic check in the ear, it was to make sure he wasn't being fed answers. And so now they're saying, well, we want to do a kind of like a Zoom call one where they would do it, you know, remote. And I kind of feel like they would start feeding him answers, well, whether it's by, like, a teleprompter or through, like, an earpiece or something. And I kind of just want to see what their raw thoughts are. And so there's no, like, advantage for either of them. Yeah, I agree with you. I really do. Um, and I'll tell you, uh, 
what you know, I, I just to, uh, just as like a side question, um, just because we happen to have you on here, um, you know, Jasmine, we, we we don't always have you on. What do you think about what's going on right now with the market and the rally that's been going on right now the last two days and everything? Like, obviously, like uh, it looks like there's going to be more stimulus, so it makes sense that the market would be up, I guess. But what do you what do you think about this whole situation as far as where the economy is? Compared Honestly, to like where the, the market markets is right don't now, seem to accurately reflect whatever is going on in the economy, but it is reflecting the future optimism that investors have. Um, here's the thing, though, regarding the recovery, some areas they're actually recovering in a V shape. Other areas, it's just showing that this whole economy is recovering in a K shape. So, in general, I'm really confused on like. What do investors really see? That's kind of where I've been coming. That's how I've been feeling about this whole situation myself, because I've really been watching the market for like the last two days straight. And um, I honestly, I, I mean, I get some of it. Some, some of the stuff I understand why some, some certain stocks are, are up right now and stuff like that. But I just don't really see where this optimism is coming from because I don't know. You probably you know what I'm talking about already. I'm sure, um, but I've already seen a lot of like economic forecasts that have come from different uh, financial analyst companies and stuff like that, where like they're basically saying that like um, even though that our GDP for for quarter three is going to end up coming in at like two point seven percent or two point five percent, it's going to be like a mirage. It's going to be like a smokescreen because at the same time, you know there's going to be other economic data that's going to come out around that same time, but before the GDP numbers, that's going to show that um, industrial production is down. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, the it, things are kind of stagnant right now with us economically. I mean, what, um, what are, how are things the way out where you live? Um, Jass, I'm, is it, is everything so opened up by you or are things still shut down? But at the same time, People actually prefer like staying at home at the end of the day. Oh, um, Jeff, there is yeah. actually one more thing that I forgot. That's to understandable. So in the stock yeah. market, the the highest weighting of any index happens to be technology. So because technology has been doing so well, it's understandable. Yeah. But you know what's really interesting? I've noticed a lot that. of these tech companies, they haven't really been growing as much as like we like to hope for. So this market's right. getting pretty expensive. I actually bought $110 of stocks today just because I'm like, yeah, that's true. Right now we're very down. And I mean, no matter how long it takes, eventually, hopefully it'll come back. And so I'm kind of riding on that hope. <laughs> Well, it's not to be honest with you. Things are actually going pretty good with the stock market. I think. What are we? We're like what? Like yeah. thirteen hundred points away from thirty thousand with the Dow again now. Um, we Isn't just that like what we ended up at today? I think. Oh, so fifteen. So that's what I'm saying. We're like we're like we're like fifteen hundred points away from where we were at right before the pandemic. Yeah. So. That, that's pretty good. You have to you have to be completely honest because I'm sure you've probably seen some of the data that I've seen. It's bad. Yeah. It really is. You saw the GDP for last Honestly. quarter, right? It was like negative. Uh, 
much, like negative 30, 70 or negative yeah, 50 something or whatever. I can't even that. remember. I'd have to look it up um, real quick. Q4... It was, okay. it was bad. Yeah, I'm getting conflicting reports from my end. Uh, Jeff, do you have the accurate? Oh, and yet the stock market 31.4%. That was the GDP. I actually don't really know what GDP is. Isn't that crazy? What GDP is. Yes, you do. Come on, man. Right. It's gross domestic product, brother. Just think about all the things being Basic economics, produced man. in this country. I guess that's how you say it. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That's it. That's a that's very that's See, actually pretty good Tesla, that's a, so. that's a good way to say it in like a very short way that's okay economics is one of those things that like it, it, people are you're just into it or you're not you know like uh i just have always happened to like that like it so it, you know like uh i'm honestly i'm gonna there's yeah, only I a couple Jeff's people on the whole entire rizzle app that talk about economics because he's pretty much the most up-to-date person that i know on the stock market Oh, yeah, everybody follows him. Sure He's a am. star. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I'm serious. I check. I, I check. I I look at your your stats when I see your videos yeah. and stuff. You've always got like hella views and everything. You know. Um. I actually had to. Make Hunter, I never see your videos. Never pop up my feed, man. Apparently. <laughs> uh oh. It, I've never seen it, and no one has ever seen it. I, I might What's be the mean? first person to get their account quarantined. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it basically said I violated their terms of service after I uploaded. What does that mean? It was about the uh, the LAPD incident with that guy that walked in and like beat up the cop with his gun, and uh, so they quarantined my account, which they didn't say for how long or anything. They just said check the rules for further information on the terms of service, and I'm like. How long? So I just I just made a new one, and so I'm just kind of watching people's stuff right now. Wow. I'm telling you right now, Carter. You you're like you're like a you're like a fat out of hell, man. I've been technically removed. Not I've been removed, but like this is the first quarantine I've ever seen, and before that, it's just been like where there's been a disconnect between me and other Rizzlers. What do you think of this guy? What do you think of this oh, character? Oh, talking to me? It cut out for a second. Okay, Are I you there? admit. Yeah, what do you, what do you think of this guy, Every Cutter? Every time I see a controversy, I'm like always curious. But it somehow always leads back to him, so... It does. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like I, I have a love hate relationship with people on there. You guys are more on top of it than I am. I wouldn't even know like, how. To, I can get along with people on there. Like the thing is, is if you completely take politics out of the out of the conversations and everything, me and people get along really, really well. Like me and Colt have our little moments where we're just like you know playful banter stuff, and then I take some advice from him. Me and uh, Ricky, we play video games together, you know, on and off, and we have a good time. But 
that's why I made a video where I was just talking. I was like, you know, I, I hate politics. I hate that we have to have politics inside of government. And I said, it's just getting worse. And it kind of just stirs stuff up, including myself. Nah. Man. I feel it's the opposite. I love politics. Kind of and I'm never going to stop loving like it. I've, I've always loved it. And I still with everything. And also, like, it, because everybody has different, like, morals, beliefs, and, and things that, like, opinions, too. It, it makes things very difficult because, I mean, I don't actually think that people are as divided as we say. It's just that we've been fed information from two opposing parties that want us to be that way. Well, before I got hurt um, six years ago, before I was injured that night um, with my friend and everything, I um, pe people back then... Uh, a lot of people uh, thought that I should get into politics and, um, and I had considered it like at some point in the future that I might try to run for office um, for yeah. like, you know, like, like the, the Florida Congress or something like that, you know, or the Senate here. Um, but that was something that was in the, that was like a dream that I had, you know, back then, obviously like, you know, what happened to me kind of squashed that dream, you know, it is what it is. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, I'll tell you, um, well, whatever. You know what? Let's jump on to the next category and let's talk about Black Lives Matter, the organization. Now, this is actually Cutter's specialty. This is what he's he loves this topic. So um, he's going to he's going to be like he's going to be taking the lead on this. But why don't we why don't we start right here? Um, what is your take, um, Jassim, as, as far as what do you think about Black Lives Matter, the organization? Like, like, what is your thought on honestly, it? Honestly, I find that your dollars actually go a lot farther if you would just like do business with a black owned business i agree that's a good point good point well i'm sure you i mean you heard i'm sure you heard that like when you it's when you I've donate to their on their website a part, a part of that goes the, to the democratic the party donations Anything that's not claimed yeah. for Black Lives Matter, Act Blue can do whatever they want with it. And so they've had, I can't remember the numbers, a ton of money that wasn't claimed. And so they just kind of were like, hey, let's funnel it this direction. Well, no, though, like, what do you think, like, what what's your feeling um you know, when it comes to Black Lives Matter, the organization, like, what do so, you know about them? It depends them? on the organization um, Jess, you're it, talking it, about. Like, you know, for me, you have an opinion like on so them? There's, like, so many BLM organizations. Some right. of them, they have good causes. Other than them, they're started by fraudsters. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's true. That does go on. There's no question about that. I'm talking about the legitimate, you know, organization that's there. As headquarters and everything, and like as a national group and everything, that Black Lives Matter, but that has a website and everything like that. Um, you it's know, the ones who trumpeted the the riots and everything like that, basically like helping the cause. But at the same time, I'm not sure exactly how your money's being spent there. Like, does it go to the people that run the organization? Like, there's not a lot of. I heard something. I heard they've gotten like some kind of crazy billion, like, billion dollars in like the last couple that. of years or something it's, like that. 
man, it's so many hundreds of millions, if not a billion. Like it's it's been a ton of money, especially recently. Like, they haven't gotten a lot. I of think that they like, said that they had raised a few hundred million dollars in like yeah. the last couple months. Look at look at this. This is just ask Black Lives Matter leaders Alicia Garza, Patrice Cullors, and Opel Tamentelin. A revealing 2015 interview, Cullors said, "Myself and Alicia, in particular, are trained organizers. Organizers. We are trained Marxists." That same year, Tenodo was hobnobbing with Venezuela's Marxist dictator Nicolas Maduro. Yeah, look, they're all freaking commies, and, uh, man, and Marxists uh, and shit. Marx. That's bad. And I was like, wow. Like, I, I thought it was just, like, in, an ideology of, like, you know, like, kind of like a communist-type thing. But the further I watched and dug into it, I was like, this is actually very bad. Like, I don't even think the people that support it actually want that. Well, you know, bad. Right. Yeah, the stats are rough when you look at the, at the countries who actually have, like, followed that kind of ideology. Um, what, what, what you, you Connor, what is, so you tell me, what is, what, I've never really heard your thoughts on, on Black Lives Matter and all the time I've actually known you now, that being your thing, I've never actually heard you really talk about it. Like I, I what are your, what is your take on the, the actual organization of Black Lives Matter? Instead of like a bunch of people bandwagoning to something that they want to be like the next part of history. Um, it's. I mean, from what we've seen, I mean, partially fed by the media, but also seeing posts on Twitter, checking Facebook, and then businesses and companies latching onto it, it seems like it's mainly a bunch of white liberal people that are going around and causing the, the biggest issues and then saying that it's white people causing the issues for the black people. And I'm going, yeah, y'all are destroying their cities. And literally, they, they have people that they're just traveling around the United States forming these riots and these big protests going, you know, police brutality against uh, black people is bad. And I'm going, y'all are burning down black cities, like primarily black cities, saying that it's in their name. Like, they're asking you to leave. And so I just, I, I don't think it's the, I'm, I guess the best, but I don't think it's a good group because there are others that are actually trying to help minority communities and they're getting shut down and silenced because this one is taking the front of the stage. Okay. I like that. Um, okay. Well, listen, I just want to throw kind of jump in, into something else real quick. I'm going to read an article really quick, and then I want to hear you guys' opinion on the article. I'm going to get into it a little bit, and then I'll stop, and I'll and I'll get to both of you. So, okay, so nonprofit aims to take back American history from the radicals. This is from the Epic Times. The writer is Matthew Vadum, or Vadum. I apologize. Rejecting what he said is a false, cynical version of America, American history, taught in elementary and secondary schools across the country. President Donald Trump recently unveiled a new nonprofit that's tasked with designing educational materials aimed at accurately depicting the nation's history. There's no time to waste. Trump, one second, got to flip pages. Trump said during the White House Conference on American History on September 17th, Constitution Day, 
there's a left-wing cultural revolution underway that is designed to overthrow the American Revolution, said Trump, who also stated that left-wing rioting and mayhem are the direct result of decades of left-wing indoctrination in our schools that has gone on for far too long. Propaganda tracks like those of the late communist professor Howard Zinn are used in schools to make students ashamed of their own history. The left has warped, distorted, and defiled the American story with deceptions, falsehoods, and lies, Trump said. There's no better example than the New York Times totally discredited 1619 Project. This project rewrites American history to teach our children that we were founded on the principle of oppression, not freedom. Nothing could be further from the truth, the president said. America's founding set in motion the unstoppable chain of events that abolished slavery, secured civil rights, defeated communism and fascism, and built the most fair, equal, and prosperous nation in human history. The address came before the president described critical race theory, which is in vogue in post-secondary educational institutions as being like a cancer in a September 24 speech. Trump signed executive order 13950 on September 22nd, banning the teaching of critical race theory, a neo-Marxist ideology that makes race the central consideration and justification for what happens in American society, within the government and among government contractors and their employees. Trump called the theory divisive and harmful. Leftists counter that the theory is needed to promote racial equality by highlighting the supposed damage that white people have done to others in society. The president has also vowed to sign an executive order creating a 1776 commission that would promote patriotic education within the United States. Okay, now, I'll start with you, um, Jassim, since you're so young. What's your take? On the on the material at your college and everything like that, do you feel well, like there's a vibe, like a, a anti-American vibe, in any of the literature that you're dealing with? Um. So, so what I find is that where I actually studied okay. and all, explain a lot of the literature that was like you know being taught to us. It just showed that we like no matter what happens in this country, we're always strong. And that, like, just the founding principles of this country should make us less, how do I say this? We don't need to be too stressed about our government because we have the three branches and all. Um, I just find that we still, like, need to just think of our founding fathers as great people. No matter what. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a very, that's a great statement. That really is, you know, because I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you probably don't appreciate it very much then when you see Wait, these you people out George there in Washington Portland statue? taking down Alexander yeah. Hamilton's statue and George Washington's yeah. statue. What the? Okay. <laughs> I will say this. There are some people who I wish their statues were of taken course. down, but there are other people that like, you don't need to take their statues down. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm on the side where I think even the Confederate statue should stay up personally because that it's American history. You know what I'm saying? And I understand the mentality. I've lived in the South my entire adult life. I understand the mentality of a lot of people down here that where they still 
for whatever reason, they like to cling to this See, Confederate bullshit. And if that's what they want to do, good for them. Here. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, it doesn't hurt anybody. In the city where people are doing it, it's usually people that are out in the country and they pass through the city just to get groceries and things like that. They'll fly the flags. And we actually did have from our, uh, like our square in my city, they took down a Confederate statue. And it, I mean, this one was a little different. It wasn't of a person. It was an arch that went up to our main courthouse that used to be like the courthouse. And it said, honoring our Confederate soldiers. And what they did with that was they moved it to a museum, which I think was more appropriate because it, it first made things difficult for getting in and out of there because it was blocking one of the pathways. But also it was, I mean, at least to me, I, I agree that they, you know, should have been allowed to move that one just because it wasn't like, you know, here is here was history. It's like this was honoring those those people who fought for the, the uh, Confederacy. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, now, but check this out now. You guys are both pretty much like, you know, tapped into things when it comes to like news and events and stuff like that. So I know for a fact that you both have heard the stories and everything, and you know that there's all kinds of crazy leftist indoctrination going on in our higher education, in our colleges, in our yeah, universities, mm -hmm. like in a lot of them. Um, and that it's going on in the, in the K through 12 schools too. I, I know you guys know about problem. it. So would you not yeah, would you I, not agree, agree that it's a major problem? Either one of you. So here's the thing, Jeff, that Expound. in perspective that might actually help hold, hold you on. understand uh, Jason, keep going. Keep the going. ideology and who wouldn't. So for those who like came to this country, you know, and like they worked their way up, you know, they came here because their home country was mm -hmm. worse. Like they're less likely going to adopt that ideology than someone who has been in this country their entire lives, who doesn't know how it's like to live in another country. True. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, like, think about I, it. A lot of these people, grizzle. they try to, you know, advertise this defund the police, right? Yeah, keep going, keep going. A lot of these people that advocate that, they either A, like don't really use the police services a lot because their communities are safe or b they just haven't lived in a third world country and lived in a place where police are severely underfunded and couldn't really do much to keep your community safe perfect i, I agree a hundred percent yeah where you know it's people I hear that you. Grew up That's a good point. So Carter, what's your take on, on the situation? Where the police just didn't get called because not much was going on there. And, I mean, there have been people that have been outspoken about some of the ideologies where they're saying, look, I came from, I know people personally that came from Venezuela, and they were making amazing money. And he's like, I made about $200 a month. And it was because he was, a, uh, he was doing maintenance for rich people. But... They came here and they're like, look, no matter what, things are always better here than they were there because there people are struggling for food. It's dangerous. If you don't defend yourself, you'll end up, you know, expiring, we'll say. And uh, he said, I would I wouldn't do anything to go back to something like that. And yet you have Americans that have lived here their whole lives 
growing up in this kind of freedom saying, no, we want that. I mean, I'm spoiled. I just, I look and I'm like, I don't want anything worse than we have now. Yeah. There are definitely a lot of spoiled Americans in this country. There's no question about that. I mean, I can tell you. We should listen more to like the, the to, to the immigrants that come to this country and listen to what they have to say because you know I'll tell you right now, I don't care what the what the polls say, um, Trump has the support of the Cubans down here in Florida. I don't care. The, the, the basically the polls are saying the same thing as it as they did when when he went against Hillary, and I'm, it's going to be the same situation. All these different Democrats are going to go vote for Trump because they're afraid of what's going on right now with the left and everything, and. There's yeah. a lot of people out there that are afraid to admit that they're going to vote for Trump. And it's, it's going to be I'd this be situation again. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, I mean, I'd hey, but you know what? see how many of the Go ahead, Carter, go ahead. Like, I, I guess I'll use the word anti-Trumpers because it's not that they like Joe Biden. It's that they just don't like Trump. I mean, I would say majority of people don't like Trump, but there's like they would still vote for him just because they're going, I really don't want, you know, Joe Biden in there. Um, and it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's, I lost my train of thought there, but basically, yeah, it's, they don't want to vote for Biden and that they don't want to be outspoken about voting for Trump because we've seen when you're outspoken, you get hurt by people. But I don't think that a lot of the Democrats are actually going. That's that true. Are, oh, yeah. That are outspoken are actually I agree. going to go out on that day and vote. I think that they're going to wake up late and they're just going to go, man, I wonder if Trump's going to become president today. And they're not going to vote because they're lazy. Not all the Democrats, but just a lot of people. <laughs> well, we got about three weeks. No, I agree with you. Um, we'll have to see what happens. We've got three weeks to go. I mean, uh, you know, uh, it's. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I, I personally, I'll, I'll declare right now, I think Trump is going to win in the landslide. I don't care what the polls say. The vibe I get from the country yeah. I mean, is if, that if Joe Biden there's wins, a lot of momentum for Trump. You know, he, he would have, you know, hopefully won fair for either of them. And I'm just going to go, yep, four years. We'll see if anything changes. I will too. I'll respect everything too myself. But I mean, uh, Jasmine, for me, what what's I'm your deal? Are you, are you voting for, for Trump or what? Because of the stimulus plan, like what the Democrats are more likely to spend on yeah. stimulus than Republicans. So what? What about your? Isn't what about what's right for the country? The coronavirus, the focus. It is, but at the same time, that's true. Biden is weak. That's where Kamala he can't Harris protect our country with her strong personality. Uh, I can't. No sense. I'm telling you, you're such a strange person sometimes because you, you, when I talk to you about politics, it seems like you're totally like with it and you Look, get what's going on and okay, everything. Yet you you're, okay, you're going to vote for Biden. Okay. I can't believe it. But so you know what? You're still a friend. People that are voting for Trump. They're actually voting because of the law and order aspect. But then when it comes to like actual like economy, like 
you know, how much more are you going to spend for like infrastructure or just other stimulus that could reignite the economy? The Democrats have. Trump would. The only reason why Trump didn't do stimulus, I'll let you talk, but the only reason Trump didn't do stimulus is because he, he was getting impeached and everything and whatnot. So why would he bother trying to like there. work with the Democrats on stimulus? At the same time, wouldn't the stimulus help him win the election? Are we talking about the stimulus checks? Uh, no, I meant like just in general, like changing fiscal policy. No, he's talking about, he's talking about public works and everything, and like um, you know, like uh, uh, that type of stimulus, like right. um, where you actually uh, roads and um, bridges and stuff and like that, and also possibly defense. Don't forget that part. Trump was talking about well, defense. We're all we're all sewed up yeah. because Trump already worked out the budget for defense and everything like that. So that's dealt with. Um, he got he he got the biggest raise in, in military history for our military. Um, but uh, as far as um, what you're trying to what you're talking about, geez, I, I, no, I, I I'm actually starting to forget what you were talking about. Um, well, either way, so. That's okay. Look, you know, you're at the end of the day, you're allowed to vote for who you want to vote for. That's that's a part of the constitutional rights we have here in this country, and I don't view you any different because of it. It is what it is. Um, but uh, you know, Cutter, um, I where are you at? Like, are, are you are you voting for Trump? <laughs> are you voting for Biden? Like, what's going on? But um, yeah, yeah. So oh, it it kind of oh, does. Oh my god, about that. That would you know, someone gets offended over someone like committing self-defense and then that person goes to jail because of morality policing. Yeah. Unfortunately, the, the things like that do happen. Um, so, okay. So what do you, you, what, what do you guys think? Um, as far as like Black Lives Matter, the organization goes, I know that I jumped from that a little while ago, but um, the, the fact of the matter is that like literally they are against um, the nuclear family. And that's something that bothers me about the organization is that they are like literally against the nuclear family. Um, and I'm looking at the website right now real quick. I'm sorry. Um, and like that, that, you know, it doesn't make any sense to me because when you've got like a situation in the black community, like the, the, there is right now where you've got like 78 to 80% of all black children are born without a father at home, you know, you'd think that black lives matter would support nu a nuclear family since that's like, since, since statistics have proven that that type of uh, family life for a child is the best situation, but they're no, but no, First of they're all, not that, for that um, fact right there. Not many. What do you guys think about that? Actually, know about it, so it's good you brought it up. It's that might be one of the issues is that they don't know everything that they're supporting. Well, it's important, I think, because I mean, I've gone through their website, I've evaluated it, I've I pretty much looked at yes, I think you're every right. Every aspect of Black Lives Matter, just trying to understand. Other than like the, the common people that support them, they they see it as 
they haven't dug very deep. It's just, you know, we have to make sure that we protect black people, which I, I agree with him on that. You know, I don't think anybody should die unjustly by the police, but it's, it's that the people that are organizing, are they don't actually care about the root problem. No, I don't either. And I agree with you. Right. And all so they are is a Marxist group exploiting racial tensions to push to its agenda. That's all they are. Because, you know, it, it doesn't make any sense economically or raising children or anything. They're, they're that, that, did you see that thing on their website a, a while back th that I'm talking about right now? Yeah, did you see the, the one part yeah, where they talked I, about how like they didn't even bring up like fathers or anything when they, they talked about the family no and everything? At all. Like they don't want to include in their goal, which is, you know, black men. Yeah, yeah, and they I mean, and they, they talk about it, like the the, the village like raising the children and everything, which doesn't work. Because you know, every every child has different needs, and like for myself, I needed you know a strong male figure to kind of teach me things. Because I, I like you know, I'm I'm kind of passive, <laughs> like sometimes, and so like if I had like a bunch of people raising me, and then I had my mom, it for me, I I wouldn't be where I'm at now. I would probably still be living at home and, and doing who knows what, if I even had a job. Well, listen, it was really good of you to come on the podcast, Connor. I really enjoy you. You're a good friend of mine, man. Hey, you know, um, Jassim, it was good to have you yeah, on, brother. I think I'm going to go ahead and one. call it right here. You guys want to go ahead and say goodbye to everybody? Go ahead. Go ahead, Carter. Thank you for having us Thank on. You. All right. Good night, everybody.